What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, so you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, uh, yeah, no no real big announcements here, just another episode. Um, but uh, this first topic, I am going to, uh, well, I mean, yeah, there is one announcement. Uh, this is an episode, uh, you know, dedicated to Juice World. Um it's not going to be a whole episode about Juice World, but as I've done with the uh, past artists in the past, such as Nipsey Hussle, Mac Miller, uh, um, you know, of course, this year in 2019, sadly, um, I did dedicate episodes to them or in their memory. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to somewhat do the same here for Juice World, or at least try to do this uh young man some justice uh you know i'm not going to act like i'm a fan or i listen to the man's music at all um you know i was familiar with the name only because that was a name that i would see around on social media when people talked about the these new young rappers that they were a fan of and things like that i typically do not listen to you know those rappers or whatever is it's just they don't really make music that interests me or the music that they do make doesn't really interest me um but from what i hear from people uh such as open mike eagle he's uh you know uh, older <laughs> much older than juice world um but also a rapper that i do listen to he talked about how i believe his son put him on to juice world a week before Juice World passed, and he liked Juice World's uh, creativity and things of that nature. And other people made uh, it seemed as though this guy was uh, a pretty nice guy, pretty you know, respectable young man. Um, whether he was battling drug issues, this, that, and the third. Um, this isn't going to be me on a soapbox of guys stop doing drugs, guys just seek help, guys. I mean that is advice that I would give to anybody who is on drugs, of course. But y'all got enough of that from J Cole on KOD. Also, um, I wanted to do this more so to to talk about um, just just. The industry, the music industry, and how they don't really give a fuck about rappers' drug addictions or or this, that, and third. In fact, it seems as though they are actively looking for people with any type of substance abuse um, addiction so that person can die, so they can easily get to that person's catalog and music. Um, and they don't also have to end up paying that artist to continuously produce more music for the label. They can just take whatever sound bites that they have, whatever unreleased shit that they have and that they own. And if they want to continuously make, make, uh, money off of the artist's name, they can do so. Um, you know, it's, it's. To me, it's it's something that is. I'm not even gonna get into all how I feel as though how disgusting I think the music industry is. I mean, I could 
do that in a future episode. Maybe this episode I already have the topics all filled out and everything, so I'm not going to improvise this episode. Um, but yeah, it, it's just I'm not going to get on the whole. Don't do drugs, guys. Seek help, guys. Now, granted, if you are someone who is listening to this and you do use drugs, you should seek help. Um, And if you want to reach out to me, I'm no drug. I'm not a person who used to. I don't do drugs or whatever. I don't smoke or drink or whatever. So I have no experience with substance abuse of any kind. Um but if you are looking for someone to reach out to and to talk to and someone to just listen to, uh, don't hesitate to hit me up at all. Um, again, my Twitter is you love Ernest. It is spelled the same way that you're going to be uh, that it's spelled on here. Um, so I'm not hard to find there. That's also the way my I believe my yeah, my Instagram is spelled that way, too. So if you want to contact me via Instagram DM, because you don't have Twitter or whatever the case may be. Hit me up um, there as well. Um, I'll probably leave my, I'll, hopefully I remember, to leave my personal email in the, in, in the uh, description box below. Um, and if you want to e- send me an email there or just contact me there, then we can do that. Uh but I just want to let you know that I'm here to listen to you and, and listen to your issues and help you get the help uh, that you deserve. Um, now, I'm not going to say I'm going to be the best help because, once again, I feel as though you need to speak to not only professionals, but people who've actually uh, got through where you're you whatever you're going through at this moment in life right now to where you're um abusing drugs or whatever substance, I feel as though you should get advice more so from people like that. But I'm always going to be someone that's going to try to help anybody, whether I have experience in in helping them or not. Um, I'm going to at least try to help out. Um, But I just wanted to say this uh, for those who do want to make judgments about People who are on drugs and get off the drugs, this, that, and the third, and think that uh, chastising people in that way is going to force them to get off the drugs. Um, I'm going to kind of quote MGK uh, from the last Breakfast Club that he went on, or at least the the last Breakfast Club interview that I watched and he was on. He said something about how um, instead of of trying to question people why they are using drugs and abusing drugs and things like that. How come we're not questioning the world as to why people feel as though they need drugs to escape from the pain that they are enduring? Um, And I think that was one of the realest things MGK has ever said. Um, You know, uh, you know, it was a real mature thing that he said out of all the immature, dumb things that he said. But this is not not about MGK sayings or whatever. Uh, but um, he's absolutely right on that. To make a long story short, he's absolutely right on that. I feel as though that we need to make sure that we are creating a world, a society where people um, are 
they don't feel as though that they have to take drugs, they have to drink, they have to whatever abuse any substance in order for them to cope with said issues that they're going through, whatever these issues are. Um, I think that's the bigger focal point rather than telling somebody, stop taking pills, stop drinking. Or uh, that's the bigger, uh, that should be the bigger focal point than actually punishing people for abusing drugs or punishing people for drinking. Now, people who drink and drive and, and do other shit and end up hurting other people because of their, um, um, because of, of, of their, uh, uh, you know, their drunk driving and this, that, and the third, definitely, I'm not saying that those people do not deserve, um, any repercussions for their actions. Um, but what I am saying is that to merely just punish somebody for drinking a lot, to many, to merely just punish somebody for doing drugs, I don't think that these are punishable offenses. What is punishable is what should be punishable, I should say, is whatever circumstances that caused them to feel as though they needed to go this route to escape the pain. Because it wasn't anything pleasant. Nobody's going through pleasant situations and saying, wow, man, life is so great right now. Let me take start abusing drugs. I highly doubt that is the case, you know. Um, so with that being said, let's let's create a world to where if you want people to use, stop abusing drugs, if you want to get on your soapbox, if you're one of those individuals that want to get on your soapbox and talk about stop using drugs, stop doing this, that, and the third, how about you, instead of taking that approach, how about you make sure that you create a world to where people don't feel the need to use drugs or, or, or you know, that, yeah, don't feel the need to use drugs or abuse uh, any substance? How about that? Because if your way was working, you got to tell me how many people have you saved by doing it your way, being super judgmental, by saying things like, stop abusing drugs, you're a crackhead, you're this, you're that, and all this other shit, right? Has it worked? Because I'm willing to guess that it hasn't. So if you're going to continuously make those statements and think that it's going to work, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your, head, in your head that makes you feel as though that that method works, but I'm willing to guess and bet that it does not work. So you might as well try a different approach and said different approach is what I just stated. How about let's be kinder to everybody else and create a world to where that uh, these people do not feel as though they need to take drugs and alcohol or any substance abuse in order to cope with issues. Let's ha let's create a world to where people of all colors, all, 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 you know, all nationalities, all races, all backgrounds have the sources or resources to seek help. Um, when it comes to whatever traumatic situations that is going on, uh, let's eliminate the stigma of want needing help 
within communities such as the black community, within other uh, marginalized communities where seeking help is uh, frowned upon or whatever or seen as weak, right? Or you don't want to be seen as crazy or be seen as somebody who is going to bring shame to your family, this, that, and the third. Um, so then you turn to drugs because it's more of a private um you know, it, it, for the most part, nobody knows, right? It's all between you, the drug dealer, and the drug itself, right? So let's let's do that, people. Let's create a world where people aren't out here feeling as if, though, seeking help for whatever issues that they're going through is going to make shit worse for them because. <clears throat> They're going to be judged by family, friends, peers, and and just strangers, right? Let's normalize therapy. And I feel as though, and I don't have the scientific backing for this. I know some people do, so I'm not going to spew some scientific facts or whatever and stats of this, that, and the third. I rarely do anyway. But with that being said... Let's. I, I'm. I, I'm willing to bet once again that if we were to create a avenue, a world, because there are communities like this where seeking help is part of the norm and it is not stigmatized and it is not shamed, right? Um, once we create an avenue like that, a society like that, you're going to see less drug addicts. You're going to see less drug abuse or substance abuse and this, that, and the third. Less violent acts, less suicides, or less this, that, and the third, right? I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to guess. That's all I'm doing right here. I know somebody got the stats, so feel free to uh, let me know about said stats, said information. I'll gladly share that all over social media as well. But once again, rest in peace to Juice World. I... Again, don't know this man up from my own experiences. I only know him from what I've seen people say about him and this, that, and the third. And it seemed like a lot of people like him. Um, and I know someone's going to be like, that's the case where all dead rappers, everybody all of a sudden likes them or is a fan of them, this, that, and the third. And you're right about that. But I'm pretty sure that this man has some genuine fans as well. Um, <clears throat> so... Let's not make it seem as though this is another situation to where everybody's just hyping up a another dead rapper, right? Because that's that's not the case. Um, and as far as people questioning shit about like the record labels and stuff, um, I'm gonna say this point, and then we gonna get. Well, I'm gonna hit y'all with an ad because I got more ads now. Aha! But you know, I'm gonna hit y'all with an ad, then we gonna get into the other topic. Um, but as far as people questioning labels, right? Um, <clears throat> labels meaning the music labels or record labels, right? Um, and how come they do not step in when they know that an artist of theirs is going through some shit or is, uh, yeah, just basically going through some shit, right? Drug addict, alcoholic, or just going through some shit. Like I stated earlier, probably like 10 minutes ago. They don't care. They're profiting off this artist either way. Their goal is to make money. 
their goal is to not give a shit about the artists. I stated this on Twitter and I'm going to say here. Record labels are disgusting. The only, the only record label I feel as though is worth a damn that actually gives a shit about their artists is Jamla Records. Because it was an artist created by... I mean, it was a label created by artists for the artists. Simple as that. It's not by a bunch of big wigs, millionaires who... Uh, have nothing to do with music, but just a bunch of people who went to business school. And I'm not saying they don't deserve to own music industries, but they were their number one uh, lessons that they learned over their years of their business schooling was profit over people or profit over art if they're in the music industry or just the entertainment is industry in general. Profit over everything, basically. So, if it doesn't affect their bottom line, if people, and this is where you all come in, if people didn't listen to the music by the artists, rappers, singers, whatsoevers, I'm not saying don't listen to their music because, you know, they're abusing drugs. But if people reacted in a way to say things like, this artist is talking about abusing drugs in their songs. And I don't know this for a fact about Juice World, because like I said, I don't listen to his music. So I'm not using Juice World per se as an example. Now, I did listen to Mac Miller, and Mac Miller have made many drug references in his songs. So I can speak from somebody who's listened to Mac Miller. Uh, and also, I can also speak for myself when I say this point about fans just, 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 uh, um, holding themselves accountable in a way by questioning the artist or just just questioning how far, uh, not even just how far their drug abuse is going, but how much are they going to sit idly by and listen to said music about drug abuse before reaching out to the artist or completely just saying, I'm not going to listen to the music anymore. I have that point because I bring up, and once again, rest in peace, Mac Miller. I'm not trying to throw dirt in a man's name. Gold Link did that shit already. Uh, and if you want to know my thoughts on that situation, listen to last week's episode. It's literally, yeah, uh, in last week's episode. So go check that out if you want to know my thoughts on whole, the whole Gold Link letter uh to Mac Miller or about Mac Miller or whatever, right? That long ass post he wrote. Um, but it, it got to the point at, at, at some point, it got to the point to where it was like, I, I like this guy. I like his music um, for the most part. Um, but I cannot sit here idly by. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm that type of person. I can't say that everybody's like this, but it's like, no matter what an artist is going through, um, I cannot sit there for the longest of times and stay silent if I'm hearing things within the music that is concerning to me. With that being said, if Juice World does make drug references about abusing drugs, this and the third, if I were to listen to Juice World or any of these other rappers, 
and I was a fan of theirs, and I continuously heard that, it would be concerning to me. Yes, I would reach out. Now, I'm not saying my efforts in reaching out would be successful. I'm also not saying that they would not be uh, would not be successful. Um, because it, it, it's really just a, a thing of chance, I guess. Um, but at the end of the day, people, we can continue. We mean in the fans, right? But it, not, it doesn't necessarily have to mean you or me. But we can continue to listen to these artists talk about whatever they talk about and not care about them as a person. In their music, that seems to be very personal. If we could have a personal connection with songs and music, what makes you think that the artists creating these songs don't have a personal connection with them? I think that's part of the issue is a lot of people like to listen to these artists and think they're doing me a service by speaking to my soul. But at the same time, they may be doing that, but they might be speaking to their soul. They might be speaking, saying things that they've had uh, that was weighing them down. That was a burden to them. And then the things that they're saying in the music is, is the way that they uh, convey these messages of however they're feeling and whatever they're going through. And I think that we as fans, um, we need to do a better job at caring about the person more so than what the person gives to us. But that's a whole discussion on value and how just, and that's a lot of fields, not just within the music industry, but Juice World was a music artist. So I'm sticking to the music industry now, but again, this goes as far as any industry you can think of. We need to stop thinking of these people as just a service to us Rather than, and, and then more so as people who have ups and downs and highs and lows um, and dark days and light days just as much as we do. Just like we do. I won't say just as much because you never know how much or how little people are going through. But there are times where people, but I, I am going to say people do have highs and lows. Darks and lights, right? So I, I, that's just my thought on the whole situation. Once again, rest in peace to Juice World. I don't want to prolong this uh, this this topic. Um, yeah, I pray for his his close friends, his family members as well. Uh, so close to the holiday, well, Christmas um, and around holiday time season is just it's it's rough losing family members around this time. It really is. Um, and I also heard that he passed five days after his 21st birthday. Uh, so, yeah, man, all of it is just sad. Um, you know, best prayers and wishes for his family once again. And once and, and before I go, anybody who had, even if you don't abuse any substance um, and you just need somebody to talk to, <clears throat> Like I stated, I'm not, I don't feel as though I'm going to be the best as a professional. Like I'm not going to be as good as a professional, but that does not mean that you cannot reach out to me if you need someone to talk to and, and, uh, just listen or 
if you need, if you want my advice on some things or whatever, and I feel as though I can give you some um, good advice, I should say. I'm not going to say like the best of whatever. If you feel like I, I'm the person to do that, then feel free to hit me up. Like I said, on Twitter, uh, you love Ernest. Once again, that's you. And then underscore love and then underscore earnest. Everything is spelled the way it's supposed to be spelled. That's the same for my Instagram as well, right? Uh, there, and once again, I'll try to remember to leave my email in the, in the description box below. So if you want to hit me up there, uh, we can do that as well. If there's any other form of communication you would like as well, just find me on social media first or just email and then let me know. Uh, you'd rather contact in this avenue and, you know, if I have that avenue, then we can contact that way. But that's pretty much what I got to say about that. Once again, can't stress enough. Rest in peace, Juice World. Um, yeah, all love to that brother um, and his fam. So that's that. I'm going to hit y'all with an ad. Hopefully y'all hear it. Hopefully it actually plays. But I'm going to hit y'all with an ad. And then we'll get into the last topic of this episode. Very short episode, I guess. But, you know, y'all get one, right? Stay tuned. All right, we back. And now on to a lighter heart topic, I guess. We're going to talk about Lizzo's ass. <laughs> Alright, so we're not really, really, really going to focus on it. Or at least that's not where I want to go. Um, you know, y'all can take that comment however you want to take it. I ain't even going to expound on that. But <laughs> so, well, this has let me. I'm gonna put this out right now because I know a bunch of people going to be like, "You're fat shaming. You're just mad at her because of this, that, and the third, and blase, blase, motherfucking blah." Here's my idea, man. Like, we need to stop giving people excuses to be assholes and dicks and, and all this other shit. Now, I know if you are a fan of the My Two Cents podcast, two weeks ago, I did a an episode where I talked about Lizzo and, and just, just all this backlash she's getting, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to yawn, even though I yawned, but I, I'm not going to take back what I said in that episode because in that episode I did make it clear that I've seen some things from Lizzo that I thought was cringeworthy and I was telling her to shit her, sit her ass down she shut up and sit her ass down though she literally sat her ass down at an NBA game um a couple weeks ago or so um from this um this episode that you're listening to um and my big complaint isn't well, it is how she's, well, <laughs> it's the hypocrisy. It's more so the hypocrisy of the NBA uh, and the mindset that the NBA has toward its players, right? Uh, now, for those who don't know, Lizzo showed up to an NBA game and people said she dressed like Rikishi, Rakishi, Rikishi, whatever his name is. She dressed like that, the big Samoan wrestler, who had his ass out, right? Remember that dude? Um, you know, people said that's what Lizzo dressed like or what she looked like or whatever. Um, I'm saying y'all fucked up for that, but I ain't gonna spout no more <laughs> on the comments, all right? 
all I'm saying is she had her ass out, the cheeks was out. Um, she sat down. Uh, well, she was walking around where her cheeks out and everything. Um, she was acting a fool to me. She was loud and belligerent as fuck. Um, if you ask me, and people going to say what they say. I'm going to get on y'all in a minute. Don't worry. Or in a few minutes, actually. Don't worry. Y'all going to get y'all lashes. Uh, y'all going to get the attention that y'all want. Um, but um, let me focus on the point that I want to make here first. The main point that I want to make here first. And then I'll focus on you weirdos after I make the this point. Um, the NBA, man. Like, how come no one turned her away? That's my my point. Now, this is a league that just banned the ninja headbands. Now, for those who don't know what the ninja headbands are, you can go Google it, image it, obviously. But they were this style of headbands that you tied them and it looked like a ninja headband. Um, That became a craze in the NBA. A lot of the players, I won't say all, but a lot of them wore it because I guess they liked the look of it. This, that, and the third. For some reason, and I don't quote me on this reason, but I feel as though that the NBA only banned the ninja headbands because, um, again, do not quote me on this reason. This could be a reach right now. Reach alert, reach alert, reach alert. But I feel as though because China is a big, 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 and just the Asian community in general. But it's a big, there's a big fan base, NBA fan base, or basketball fan base, but NBA fan base in China and just the Asian community. Uh, the NBA wanted to be proactive and say, let's not have these black athletes basically wear this ninja headband because we don't want to offend our Asian fan base. Yeah. That could be a reach. Once again, I gave y'all the reach alert. Um, But I'm not too sure as to why they banned the ninja headbands. But it wasn't even just that. It was when Allen Iverson was on and popping in the NBA. And the way that he dressed and, and, and all that other stuff. They controlled they made rules because of Allen Iverson and he the way that he was dressed the way he he carried himself this that and the third now NBA players have to uh dress a certain way or they cannot there's certain things that they can't wear or do this that and the third because of the how black Allen unapologetically black Allen Iverson was right um, and basically, people are going to say things like, well, these are athletes and they're, and they're employees of the NBA. And you're absolutely right on that. And just like your job, if your job has a dress code, uh, the NBA is a job and they most likely have a dress code too. But the dress code is a jersey with the matching shorts and sneakers. And if you want to wear pads, elbow pads, knee pads, wrist pa- wrist wristbands, forearm bands, shoulder pads, uh, if they're not football size shoulder pads, you're all right. Um, I think that's the uniform. I understand they want af- they want their employees to look look a certain way, but to me, it screams 
and I'm not giving you a reach alert on this one. I don't think this is a far-fetched reach. You can feel however you want to feel about this point, but I don't feel that way. But it screams to me that we own these niggas. And if we don't want them to look a certain way, they're not going to look look a certain way. And Lizzo and anybody else at this point can come around and they can come to this arena. That's the thing. If Lizzo could get away with dressing the way that she dressed, then we just going to have to let everybody else get away with, with dressing the way that they're dressed. So if somebody wants to show up to a Miami Heat game, right, and it's hot as hell in Miami, right? show up in their bikini because they was just on Miami Beach and said, oh, it's time to go to the game. They should be able to do that. You shouldn't say some shit like, you've got kids here because you know that they're going to bring that up. They're going to bring that up. If someone wants to show up in their bikini, whether it be a dude or a woman, show up in their bikini to a Miami Heat game. They're going to say, you cannot dress this way. Number one, we have, you, we have kids here that are present and we don't want their parents to complain. How come that same sentiment wasn't said to Lizzo? The thing is, I don't even think Lizzo had to pay for her ticket. Rich people get shit for free. Especially at these basketball games, they get front row tickets. Whereas uh, Jane or Tom from Miami Beach went to the beach and then they, instead of going back home or getting dressed somewhere else, fully clothed, dressed or whatever, or dressed more so appropriately for the uh, basketball game, they went straight from the beach, from in their beach attire, to the arena where the Miami Heat play. And they are paying for their ticket. So I know people are going to be like, well, if you pay, if the customer paid, blah, 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 the customer's right, all that bullshit. But again, I don't believe that Lizzo paid for her ticket. That's number one. Two... I don't believe that's going to be, even if she did pay for her ticket, they're still not going to give a regular Tom, Dick, and Jane the same benefit of the doubt unless that Tom, Dick, and Jane is famous. Unless it's Tom Cruise, uh, Dick Tracy, and Jane Fonda. So, with that being said, it's like my issue here is not... Oh my God, Lizzo's so bare-assed, and Lizzo's so disgusting, and Lizzo's so this, that, and the third. My thing is, you gotta set precedences, because when you do not set precedences, you got celebrities who claim to be all about equality, like Lizzo, but then break the rules and know that she can get away with shit because she's rich. Because she's famous. Because if she talks shit about this game, if she talks shit about the organization, which I don't see a bunch of, I could be, I could, I could be mistaken, but I don't see a bunch of Lizzo fans, black or not, being a fan of the NBA or sports in general. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I see a bunch. Of, let me not go into the subgroups now. Nah, not gonna be that taught. <laughs> I'm not going to be that toxic this episode, alright? I'm on chill mode today. Maybe because I ate before the podcast and usually when I'm not on super duper chill mode is because I didn't eat before I recorded it <laughs> record. But uh, I ate, I ate good too, but no, I ate before the podcast. So I'm going to be chill. I'm going to 
I'm gonna be chill. I'm, I'm gonna leave certain people alone. But let just know that I am talking about you. Oh, I'm thinking about you, but I ain't gonna mention you. At least not in this episode. Now, in future episodes, bang, bang. You never know. The guns might go off. But as far as Lizzo's fan base, I doubt they watch the NBA. I doubt they watch sports in general. I could be wrong once again. And if I am wrong, um, I'm wrong. Uh, you know, that's that. But with that being said, why uh, the, the not the NFL, not neither sport, neither sports organization, not neither the NHL, NFL, NBA, FIFA, MLB. No one should uh, really give a damn if Lizzo's fan base is going to boycott your your uh, um, your sporting events because y'all didn't let Lizzo in. Because of the way she was dressed. No one, none of y'all should care because, like I said, Lizzo's fans do not care about sports. They care about Lizzo's music and the content that she talks about. And Lizzo, from the music that I heard, is not someone that's making sports references in her songs. Um, or not making songs about sports, this, that, and the third. You know, the NFL, I mean, the NBA, when they, uh, every time it's playoff time, they pick one rap artist and one artist, and they that artist is basically like the soundtrack to the playoffs, right? I know last year was, uh, well, this past playoffs, I should say, was uh, J. Cole. The year before that was Kendrick. I think the year before that was Rhapsody. Um, I could be getting the artists, well, not the artists messed up, but the years messed up because I do know it was them three for a fact because I do remember me being a fan of all three of those artists. Uh, I do remember just really liking their uh, soundtrack, I guess, for lack of better wording, of the, of, well, Rap City did the WNBA. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. So it was Kendrick. I think she did do the NBA, but I do know she recently did the WNBAs uh, because the WNBA also has like their little soundtrack as well to get, you know, people hyped for the playoffs and, you know, get the players hyped this and third. Rhapsody was the WNBA, but still fan of both NBA and WNBA, definitely a fan of Rhapsody, Kendrick and J. Cole. Um, But um, yeah, I say all that just to say I doubt Lizzo is going to ever be a soundtrack to either the NBA or the W. Maybe the WNBA might, might, but I would, I, I would say WNBA. If you're looking for more female representation in that department, in the soundtrack department, uh, your next artist, you already went, y'all started off with a bang with Rhapsody, so that's cool. Go Megan Thee Stallion next. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she makes that good hype music. I ain't gonna front, I was recently listening to a bunch of Megan songs, or a couple, I won't say a a bunch, a couple Megan songs, that girl hit hard, all of them, (laughs) but this ain't the My Two Cents podcast, that's for, you know, my other podcast, music discussion discussion type stuff over there, but, um, yeah, as far as this this idea of, of, of me hating Lizzo because of her weight, because of her confidence, this, that, and the third, you got the wrong nigga. 
I ain't the one y'all gonna y'all y'all can get away with that argument with because I've been very vocal about how attractive I think Lizzo is. So you're not gonna get me to say someone that I think is attractive is disgusting. I don't mind seeing Lizzo's bare ass. My problem is the precedent, like I said, the hypocrisy about it. Because I know for a fact I couldn't show up dressed the way Lizzo was dressed to a Boston Celtics game. I wouldn't want to, but still, I know damn well me, a paying customer, of every basketball game I've been to, I've had to pay for my tickets. I've never had the luxury of, never sat first first row anyways, but never had the luxury of going to any sporting event that I've gone to, let alone a basketball game, but any sporting event, I never had the luxury of going for free. So, well, I'm lying. I went one, I went to one basketball game for free and one baseball game. Was the baseball game? Yes. The baseball game that never happened because it was a rain delay. A Sox game that I never went to because of rain delay. I was kind of excited for that because excited that it was a rain delay because I baseball is boring as fuck. But um, but it, you know I got in, I got the ticket for free, so I was like, you know, what, let me go. Um, but yeah, uh, I've gone to two two out of the. Listen, y'all, I'm, a, I'm fronting again. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I went to four sporting events. I went to two Celtics games, one Red Sox games, one Bruins game. Three out of the four events I got in for free, y'all. All right, I ain't going to front with you. Three out of the four I got in for free. But it wasn't front row tickets. Now, the Bruins games tickets, uh, I was mad that I didn't see that game either um because for some reason that game got delayed as well I don't know why um I don't remember why actually um but that game was delayed as well but them tickets was good as fuck I ain't gonna front um I liked my tickets that that game um but yeah the 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 first Celtics game I went to Tickets delay. Uh, I had to. Uh, I had to pay for those tickets. For the other three sporting events I've gone through in my life, uh, I didn't have to pay. But the, it wasn't like the seating was excellent. Well, aside from the Bruins game, the Bruins game seating was excellent. Uh, so shout out to, shout out to the Bruins games and the Bruins for having excellent seating and stuff like that. It wasn't first row, but it was still excellent enough for me to at least see the court and it's all its glory and yeah uh ice uh, a hockey rink in person is really a beautiful sight to see people uh you think it's nice to see on tv see one in person it looks i wouldn't i wouldn't skate on that mug because i can't ice skate for shit but um it looked beautiful nonetheless either way not to get sideswiped i'm not rich like lizzo so we're talking about in terms of as of right now. And the only reason why I got those free tickets right now is because of the organization I used to work for that I no longer work for. Therefore, I'm no longer going to be able to get into shit for free unless somebody gives me the hookup or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, but I'm not rich like Lizzo. And the point still stands, even if I did, uh, even when those three other events that I went to 
for free. I did not go out there bare ass. Literally, and I didn't dress like an ass. I didn't act like an asshole either. Because I would have been escorted out. Because I'm not famous like Rizzo. Lizzo. And I'm not rich like Lizzo. I'm not rich and famous like Rizzo. Um, or Rizzo, whoever the fuck that was that came out of my mouth. But, um, yeah, it, I, I just want the, this equality thing to be, a, I, I don't want, I hate, this is the thing I hate most about celebs is when they let shit slide. And I know people are going to be like, well, if you were in that position, you would let sli- shit slide too. Uh, it, definitely, I would use my celebrity um, and my influence to impact things if I was rich and famous, um, even if I'm not famous, because my game is not to be famous. My game is to make money. Well, obviously, I want people to listen to these podcast episodes. So, yeah, I want to be known for that in a way um, as part of what I do. But at the same time, I, I'm going to use my influence and if I'm yawning so much it's a rainy morning here rainy Saturday morning so uh forgive your boy but uh forgive your man but I'm gonna use my influence for more so uh for less self-serving situations now will there be times I use my influence for self-serving uh, situations. Yeah, like getting a free meal that I can obviously pay for at a restaurant. You know, because I took a picture with the owner or because I signed uh, an autograph of two or three or a hundred, right? Um, but as far as um, me doing it, do, doing some wild shit like Lizzo did... And getting away with it. And then acting like a complete ass about it. No pun intended. Um, Because it's. Oh I'm Lizzo. I could do whatever the fuck I want. Y'all just hate me because I'm fat and beautiful. Because I'm fat, black and beautiful. Right? Uh, Because I'm big, black and beautiful. BBB. Uh, And not LeVar Ball's BBB. But. um, You know that. That's not always the case. This is where I want to get on to the the weirdos out there that always want to point to that as to why everybody is critiquing Lizzo. Um, I don't want to give away too much of what I stated on the My Two Cents podcast when I talked about Lizzo, because y'all can go there and check that out. Once again, that's My Two Cents podcast. Uh, You can find that podcast pretty much everywhere you're listening to this podcast as well. Um, You know, just, just look and boom bada boom but i'll try to leave that in the description box below i say that all the time and you never know but i'll try but anyways um and i should be you know able to do that because it is my podcast and i do if ain't no one gonna promote me right i gotta promote me right so i get it but um you know um that's not always the case people sure is that the case and i think it's obvious i think that we should know when it's the case and we should know when it's not the case. When somebody brings up a, uh, 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 a valid, uh, a valid uh, uh, argument as to why Lizzo can be a shitty individual um, and you turn into, you're just mad because she's big, black, and confident. 
That shit is weak. That shit is weak because especially if said person didn't make anything, any comments, any snides at all, any inklings to them feeling a way about Lizzo's personality, Lizzo's skin color, and uh, Lizzo's uh, body, right? Um, If nobody's made comments like that, then you should not, or uh, made blatant comments or comments that clearly read into that any of those three factors then you should not make an argument that is against those three things because that wasn't the person's point the person's point wasn't to make fun uh, or to put down Lizzo because she is fat and black and loud but their point was that she acts a certain way and I don't give a fuck how she looks I don't give a fuck what she is She's acting like somebody that I do not like. And this is why I said in that episode where I talked about Lizzo um, that I do not blame. I don't necessarily dislike Lizzo, but I don't question anybody who does dislike her. And I don't look at them and ask them why, you know, or what I would want to know why. But I don't look at them strangely and say, you're a weirdo, or you're a hater, this, that, and the third. Once again, have I seen comments? disrespectful comments about Lizzo's weight and, and, and everything that comes with it. Of course I have. Yes. But it, that, that is not all of why people dislike Lizzo. And I'm not going to sit here and say that is all of why people dislike Lizzo. So you weirdos out there who want to attribute everything to that and even if somebody now, now I'm not saying that those are uh, someone being a specific body type or definitely not a skin color uh, does not give any reason for somebody to dislike them. But if somebody says she's fat and she's disrespectful, this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 right? Sure, that person is an asshole. But would that excuse Lizzo for being an asshole? You know that Uber Eats situation where she got the delivery driver fired because the driver took too long? Now, I've gotten mad at drivers all the time for taking too long. But to call for them to get fired? Nah, I just wanted to whip their ass. Now, what's worse, them getting their ass beat by me or them getting fired? You be the judge of that. You tell me which which is worse. I, for one, would... I don't know. You're not going to get paid if I whoop your ass. Well, you are because you still have a job. But you don't get paid to get beat up by me. You're not a boxer. Um, I'm not a boxer either. But if you get fired, you know, what's worse is if you got fired and then you got your ass beat by me. <laughs> God damn, how you gonna pay for the medical bills? You, you ain't got no job. But, um, yeah, it, that situation, that made me look at Lizzo and say, yo, this ain't it, girl. The NBA situation, the way she acted toward that, made me look at her and say, yo, this ain't it, girl. Um, and again, it wasn't because of the way she was dressed. It was because how she carried herself and throughout that situation and again I don't like it when celebrities 
who are fake, uh, fake woke, especially, but fake about equality and, 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 you know, wanting everybody to be treated the same as such, then go around and abuse their celebrity to get away with shit that they know that poor folks, people with less money than them, less fame than them, cannot get away with. And of course, I have a problem with the NBA and its hypocrisy about the aspect of we respect our players. We are, we want our players to, to express themselves freely, not only vocally, but stylistic wise. But let's create all these restrictions as to what they can and can't wear. Now, I get it. I understand. Like I stated before, it's all about the your job has a specific dress code or this, that and the third. And if you go against that, then... Uh, you know, you're fucking with the business, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I get it, blah, blah, blah. But like I said, like I stated before, it seems to me it sounds more of a we own you type of situation. You are our property. Players can't even get certain tattoos because the NBA would not allow it. Now, I understand if they're like gang affiliated tattoos. If they are drug references and this, that, and the third, and the NBA is against these criminal elements, of course, I understand that. But y'all got players throwing up gang signs all the time, and y'all don't know it because y'all corny white pasty boys. But uh, I ain't going to do any more dry snitching. In fact, that'll be the end of this episode of Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy different name timestamps in the description box below i will try to leave my email below once again for anybody who wants to reach out via email about any if you want if you just want to reach out in general it doesn't even have to be as serious as i'm abusing drugs please help me uh not to put it as lightly as that but you know it doesn't have to be that if you just want to reach out you can do so just don't be on some bullshit and if you send some fuck shit to my email i'm spamming you um and i'm reporting you and i'm blocking you uh so don't even try but i'll try to leave that in the description box below obviously try to leave my other podcast in the description box below if you want to listen to more of my music talks music takes uh I do just as frequently as I upload this episode. I mean, this, this, yeah, episodes to the Let's Talk About It podcast. I upload every Monday as well, or every week as well, of the My Two Cents podcast, mainly album reviews. Last two episodes were like music discussions, but this week is an album review. Um, so we back on track with those for those who are wondering. But, uh, yeah that's that over there and over here you get what you're getting so until then until next time stay black if you are black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbt lives matter trans lives matter black women matter black trans women matter and i am out peace